The heavy metal community suffered a great loss this week with the passing of Trevor Sternad, vocalist and face of the Black Dahlia murder, an awesome act from Michigan, one of my favorite bands, one of the bands that always brought me to the pit, one of the bands that always brought me back to shows. And Trevor, he was such an awesome figure on stage. He was a humble dude off the stage, and he will be dearly, dearly, dearly missed. Episode 110 of The Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, what's going on this week, man? What's up? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. We have uh, quite a lot, actually. A lot of good little horror news, which is rare because, you know, we've uh, you can go back in the archives and we've messed around with all, yeah, all kinds of movies and stuff like that because, you know, horror is rarer these days, but... Um, Good now, horror is yeah. rare these days. Let's 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 put that right out there. Good horror, right? Yeah. Right. There's uh, plenty speaking, of horror. Good is a different story. <laughs> speaking of, we have a uh, prey. We've talked about the the new Predator reboot thing, cool, whatever it is. So, prey coming to Hulu in August. Uh, debuted the first teaser. It's it's only like thirty seconds, but like it already looks super dope. It, it's just like an indigenous woman against like the predator itself. Yeah, it looks that's dope. It yeah. looks dope, as you mentioned. It just looks good. Like the little visual we did get, and just the ambiance of everything. It looked really good. Um, I hope I, it's a. I hope it's like a one on one. I think like a one versus one movie could like a tight little. 80 something minute like one-on-one kind of fight movie would basically I agree. Take, the, take the dutch versus predator scene and stretch it through a whole movie yeah you know? i like, agree I, um i think that's the best way to do it the predator concept is always awesome it's a great concept that you can kind of throw into a lot of um, environments right um, right in a lot of different situations so my thing would be is as you mentioned what are we going to get in terms of like predator in terms of fight? Is it one-on-one? Is it going to be other predators involved? Like it's it, listen, I'm down for anything predator. This looks better than anything we've gotten before is it looks better than predators looks better than the predator, right? That's the one. Yeah. The predator. Yeah. We had predator predators, the predator predator. Yeah. Two. Listen, um, I just hope it's good. Uh, it, it looks interesting. It reminds me of Torok, the dinosaur hunter, a little bit at first, especially because I mean, she had that bow and arrow. So I'm hoping that. I uh, mean, that's not that's not exactly the worst thing, right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. uh, so speaking of which, I, how come we haven't gotten a Torok the dinosaur hunter show yet? Right? Like, I, I don't even know. That, that seems money, right? That's well, I, it's, it's right. probably license. It's yeah. licensing, I think. Like, Nintendo, acclaim, come on. Remember, remember oh my acclaim? God, acclaim. That's what it was. Like, I, I'm sure all those brands just like win. Dude, you remember Acclaim's so. wrestling game? Oh, um, uh, which it was. was uh, it? I think it was. Uh, 
called uh, WrestleMania, right? It was like I think was, it was it that WrestleMania? One. And it was like um a bunch Was it 2000? No, 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 no. They were the ones that like it looked terrible. It was like an arcade game-ish kind of thing. And it had Yokozuna, um Hart, oh, Bret Hart, yeah. Shawn Michaels, because um, it was Razor it was animated like Mortal Kombat yes, with like the yes, real that's pictures the of one, them, right? That's the one. Yeah, Absolutely. It had, like the clown and shit. Yes, yeah. and yo, um, it, that was that was awesome. Acclaim. Wow. Yeah, because they were part of Mortal Kombat too, Acclaim, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's it's been a it's been quite a while. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> speaking of uh, well, speaking of video games, actually, uh, we got Netflix is also releasing their version of Resident Evil. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's a show or a movie. It looks I, I don't even know. Like it just looks better than the movie we saw last year, though, right? I mean, it does, it but does. in a sense, it also doesn't. You know, like it, it's Resident it, Evil. How much? You know, that's the thing. How what can you do with it now? Because then, like, you've had the Mila Jovovich movies, and they've already like they've they've not only done their own thing, but also taken stuff from the games and like brought it to the movie, like Nemesis and like giant zombie monsters and stuff like that. And then then you had the one that was a straight take on the games that we just saw. Welcome to Raccoon City. Go look up that episode. Um, that one's not great. Yeah, it's not it's great like, at all. So, so what is there left it's to do? what you right? want. Um, yeah, uh, I'm just curious if they're going to be um, inclining more towards the video games. I am not as familiar with the video games as you might be, Tex. I'm not sure about the storyline in this one. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think uh, so far the it doesn't look like it's a game thing. Yeah, like it looks like its own story. So. That's cool. I mean, the zombie stuff looked kind of cool in that one shot where she shot the flare. So it's a wait and see thing. I I am hoping it's a movie instead of a show because I don't want to watch any more shows. <laughs> I'm not watching eight hours of, um, of Resident, Resident Evil, Evil after, dude. Yeah, after oh watching God. eight hours. Of, yeah, because it's coming out in like July. And then we're going to, yeah, because we're going to have the Stranger Things going yeah. on. And it's just yeah, too much. It's, that's, a, that's a lot on Netflix. If they and, like, know what is good for them in terms of uh just the consumption the audience would prefer a nice little uh 90 minute movie instead of a fucking eight hour show i i hope it's like a 90 90 minute movie because any any like that's the thing like like we said like what more is there to do with resident evil i don't know that's a great question there is not much like (laughs) unless they want to bring out like a direct adaptation of the very like but they did. horror horror centric ones that just came out recently. Um, that's that's what's see. You, you and know what I mean? This this one is not looking like any of no, that. No, no, yeah. exactly. So, so, yeah. Crossing fingers, hoping it's good. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna see it. You know, it, it's free on Netflix. Well, not free, but it is on Netflix. Um, yeah. Oh, definitely not free. They're yeah. raising their prices, oh, bud. Dude, like, uh, yeah, raising their prices and, did. And, and talking about commercials. Yeah, I what like nonsense is this? I don't even know how to get into that because it's like, look, I get it, Netflix, you're spiraling, you know, because everyone's going to other streaming services, but at the same time, like, I, you know, you keep pouring millions of dollars into like new projects into that, garbage like, content, though, man. A lot of garbage. this stuff is garbage. They have to like. They have a lot of domestic and international shows that they have to filter through to see exactly what is good and what's hitting because they have an abundance of shows that are just trash, man. Um, They have an abundance of original movies that are trash, an abundance of kids shows that are just trash, too. Like, don't put your freaking stamp on everything, man. Like, it's okay to say no to something. (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> I understand giving uh, like people like Adam Sandler a contract or um, who else had a, a or a, a Zack Snyder. Right. He also had a, right. a thing with them um, with Netflix. Yeah, his oh, Army of the Dead. You know, thing. like yeah, or the comedians like Chappelle with uh, with uh, Netflix or the um, a- a- anybody else who has a contract with them for like uh, a bunch of content. Um, I get that because at least, you know, that artist is going to put out some movies. You know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised freaking i'm surprised they haven't gotten nick cage to do a bunch of stuff for them right like <laughs> I, maybe maybe he's too much he seems to be right, in, know. right in line for that right um but uh but yeah like they had they have a lot and a lot of it is not good i know in terms of um of horror stuff for example their their content has you know definitely uh declined and degraded in quality you don't have as many like gems anymore they just saturated their own market honestly with a lot of trash so right well speaking of speaking of gems and degrading uh so let's move on to the final piece of horror movie news so scream six is already you know in production here we go with this nonsense they're already planning for release in march and we've had some confirms or who's coming back so far and it's the the main four survivors from the other one you know all the new crew you have your your sam your jenna ortegas you have the twins and one surprising return is hated panettiere as kirby so, oh, um, you man. and I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you and I both have a lot of feelings about this. Um, as the resident screamhead here, I I'm not upset at the character. I'm upset at the fact that that the character has to come back. Correct. And I think I think that's what's getting lost in like all of the you know. Um, so it's such like I there are so many people who love Kirby so much that we're like blowing up that announcement of like oh kirby's coming back kirby's coming back and in my head i'm like kirby's dead yeah same i got a lot of hate myself because i was adamant i'm like listen like kirby as a character in part four cool great fine she's dead now she served her purpose yeah back exactly then, right? and i and, and i specifically commented that hey listen uh, she's just the character right now in a scream six feels unnecessary when we have you know new talent and new characters trying to get over right now right like why bring yeah. her back um even for an opening scene death it's not really like why she i saw her die the first time around all right and and yeah. I, I don't want to see her die again i want to see sydney die i want to see gail die all right I want to see them get got finally because that's it's time to if you're really going to move on and put out a, a freaking a movie a year, it seems like now. Right. Like, yeah, you have to get rid of them and continue on with these new characters. I, I got so much hate. They're like, oh, the legacy characters are better. And I'm like, so go watch the old movies like, and stop commenting on this. You know what I mean? Because, like, and, yes, you're yes. commenting on a new screen movie coming out where there's like where there's a dead person who's coming back for some reason who's probably going to die again. Um, and yeah, then you have, that's the other thing too, right? Yeah, like, yes. like she's going to be fodder. Um, and again, I have big issues with them not ending Sydney or Gale, right? Like the first go around, honestly. Yeah, and that's the thing. We we forgave so much with yes. Scream 5 because we're like, there's so many new talents here. The new stuff works. Yeah. That like, you know, and, and the fact that they... Um, they killed off Dewey worked, you know, we were like, wow, like this is, this is good stuff. But at the same time, you can go back and listen to that episode. We were both like, well, we, you know, we were still bummed about 
about the fact that like it's clear that Sydney and Gale are still a part of this. Thing, yeah, you know? and it sucks because they did so little too in part five that you were like, yeah. what's the like? Why even have them around? You know? They, yes, they and shit. that casts a shadow on all the returning people from now on. If whoever you decide to bring back from the dead, apparently, you know, because uh, so. People were saying, oh, Kirby Kirby was confirmed to be alive in, like, a YouTube clip. A YouTube, uh, yeah. You know, a YouTube video when, says, uh, like, a survivor of uh, Scream of, uh, what, what is it? A survivor of Scream Killer or something, or a Ghostface Killer. And the other thing, too, it's like, I get how she was appealing as a character. She was a cool, you know, horror movie nerd. You know, she had that great scene of like listing all the reboots back in the 2000s right but like we got that at scream 5 already like we got a cool girl horror movie nerd who also is directly related to randy one of the original cast members who also like has who's also served her purpose you know what i mean yeah but this is but you know what now she gets to be the horror movie nerd this is the thing with horror man and the horror community in general this is why i have a lot of gripes sometimes because why don't we just move on? Like, let's move on. We've already established that Dude. we're moving on with the new, um, with Sam and 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 her sister, right? And and uh, right. and um, and the other new characters. We've already moved on. Why is it that we always have to hold on to the past so much? Like, I understand. For instance, in Halloween 2018, it was done right and everything, but then. They just wanted to continue that. You know what I mean? Like they, they wanted going. to continue. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what? Let's bring back Tommy Doyle and you know, Evil Dies Tonight. All that bullshit. So, like, by holding on to the past, yes, you you can bring back a Laurie Strode, Mike Myers, because there was something there that you can evolve, right? But then right. you don't have to bring everybody else back too. You know, like. It's very annoying when they just want to bring back the entire universe. It's like, no, they died or that was done for a reason. Let it go. It's the same thing with this Kirby situation. Like, listen, she had her moment. She did her, her, you know, cool horror nerd thing in part four. Let her go because we're moving on here, man. And that's the thing, too, with Scream as a franchise. It's been different killers. So she, you know, unless... Like, that's the thing. It's like, even if she has a direct tie to the Emma Roberts killer in part four, then it's like, or like, why? Like, why even dig that up? Because her connection was to Sydney at the end of the day, you know? Exactly. And like, we've all, we've already talked about how it all goes back to Sydney. Even part five tried to make it about Sydney adjacent. Exactly. You know? So like, yeah. even though it was clear that no, like what you were really interested in was Billy Loomis's daughter. So it's like, it, that's the thing. It's getting further away from what Kirby could connect to with a new movie, you know, outside of like, Oh, I was attacked by someone in a ghost face mask too. So it's like, well, why, why is that important for the sequel? And look, I'll eat crow. If it turns out she's super important to whatever new story that is. But at the same time, it seems like you're jumping through a lot of unnecessary hoops to make it work. I agree. It's know? um and to your point, yes. I'll eat crow as well. I won't like it, but yes, I'll do it. But that being said, 
as you mentioned, like you're working hard to put her back in there. Why don't you do the same for the new talent? Why don't you work hard in creating a, a, a fresh story? Bring in a different angle that we haven't seen before. You know, there's a lot of fluff in these movies where you can be like, oh, this is um, Cotton Weary's brother or Cotton Weary's relative or whatever. Like yeah. there's other things you can do that doesn't involve bringing back Kirby. You're already going to bring back Sydney and Gail for this one. Like that's already. I don't really know. I, I don't know that. But, but, that you see, but you see, like, so. but you see, if that doesn't happen, then what's the point? Right? Yeah, why bring in Kirby? That what, makes like, it, yeah. Then, and what's the point? Because you decided to do that with Part Five and bring in um, uh, Sydney Gale and Dewey, but then you ended Dewey, but you still have these two um, characters tethered to that universe. Still, either you bring them back to kill them off properly, or you kind of just do something completely fresh where you don't bring back Kirby or you don't bring back Sydney or Gale, right? Being that yeah, we've all moved on, yeah. right? And that's the thing too, like, you know, Kirby's purpose as a survivor would be to clue the new generation on how to survive. But the thing with Scream is that they already know how to because they're, they're so invested in movies. Yes. And we have a new character who not only has survived the most recent attack, mm-hmm. but who's also so well, not even her, like both her and like both she and her brother yep. were well versed in these movies. Like he was too. Cause he's also related to Randy. Exactly. So it's like, that's the other thing. And then you had Jenna Ortega who her character is also super into movies. So it's like, you have a whole new generation who checks all those boxes already. So why that's the thing. It's not Kirby as a character. It's not hated panic here. I get it. She was super. It's cool funny. Like, then. Now that you mentioned that, Tex, it's not even Sydney anymore because Sydney was never a horror person. She was never a movie person. Like now we have. Sydney was just a victim who yes. got like. Yes. She, she was just caught in the middle of this fucking crazy dude's plot, right? Absolutely. Um, and, but now we have this whole generation now who is aware because of the history of their town, right? Yeah. So, yes. Like, on top of that. Yes, yes. On top of that. On top of already being smart because of Randy and the way he did things, right? He passed that smartness. Yes down to his sister who passed it on to her kids right so like on top of that we have the actual universe there already that has all this knowledge of cotton weary of the past killers and all that stuff so come on man like you're like why like, bring a dead character on, back man. to life? Like, that's the thing. That's it's what I'm saying. Outside, it's just pure fan service. <sighs> and as, like you said, going back to what you said about Halloween, as we've seen, pure service for the sake of service has, like, can only end badly. Yeah. Like, because uh, again, like, it, back to Halloween, Halloween Kills comes out this October. And technically, in my opinion, I am hoping the story of Halloween Kills, I mean, of Halloween Ends, is what kills should have been a story between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode and whatever's left of her family. Like, yeah, it was, I, I don't I text. I still don't know how they messed that one up. dude. And, and that's the thing. Like scream five already had some of those burgeoning issues. Like we were already like, yeah, this was good, but we, we had a big butt at the end of it. Oh yeah. It was absolutely. Like, it was, it was qualified with an asterisk at it. You know, it was, it's a pay for it with an asterisk. So it's like, that's why I'm, like, I'm not super confident in Scream 6 right now, you know, because it's it's clearly not doing something new. That's the thing. Like, you could say, oh, it's trying something new. But once you bring back dead characters, that's it. Dude. Even like, even if it's just the opening kill scene. Yeah. And dude, and on top of like, oh, don't. Yeah, I don't want to hear the, oh, she was confirmed to be alive in an Easter egg. That's no, bullshit. That is bullshit. That's, Agreed. Because it's. 
something that had to be pointed out to me like on you know it's it's not like an easter egg where you confirm something happened i i liken that to final destination 2 where you're looking through where they sh- they show her looking through the articles and you see that devin Sawa's character was killed by yes, a brick it's framed in the house. picture of the movie yes, so you can see yes. as the audience hey you know pertinent information right this yes. guy's dead, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's pertinent information to not only the characters in the movie, but to us as an audience. That is how you Easter yes, egg. Yes, and not like, oh, look, yeah. th- that freeze frame, a quick scene where, um, where, uh, yeah, he's watching some other YouTube video. Yeah, he's and watching it's like some one YouTube of the videos, and it's, it's a title. It's not even like a picture of her. It's a title. Um, Kirby, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. survivor of uh, like Ghostface Killer. And you're like, what? Like, please, no. If they really wanted you to know that she was alive, they would have put it in an article or or have or have her character say, oh, but yeah, but that character um, is still alive. You didn't hear about that? Yeah, but, you would have you, know? you would have had someone bring it up. It's very you know? easy to do that because, you know, especially yes. in these movies, just quick, especially because um, – the nature of these screen movies is what I just mentioned before is the fact that there's already all this history behind this town. So everyone knows, Oh, did you hear about Kirby? She's still alive or blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it would be very easy to make us know that without having to make it a conspiracy, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's that it's, it's that part of it. It's the fact that you, you decide to do it as an afterthought and then you're like, Oh, we're going to bring her back in six. Well, if, that's it, right? If you're going to go through all that trouble of bringing a dead character, the last time I saw her, she was dead, you know, and you expect, you know, and that's the thing. Yeah, I get it. Horror fans, it's for the pop. It's the superhero pop, right? It's the, it's the bringing back the old face for the cheer moment. I'm a like, great yeah! example of this going completely wrong, the Illuminati and Doctor Strange. Yeah, exactly. Right? Without, <laughs> yeah, without spoiling for people who might not have seen it. That is exactly what we're talking yes. about. It's you're doing it for the crowd pop, and which is, uh, I don't want to say it's fine, but like I also I understand which that, is acceptable. You know what I mean? But is it doing anything for the movie? You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Yes. Is it like is it just gonna be just fodder? You know, just to get to the next scene, or right. is it gonna be something that's crucial? That's a a crucial moment in the movie that will actually you know that you have to remember in order to piece everything together. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Again, if she's just to kill in the beginning, it's like again they're gonna say, "Oh, Kirby is dead," and I'm like, she, and "She's been dead." That's bro. the other thing too. Like, <laughs> I can't there is anymore. no kill at the beginning anymore there is yes. five already threw that out the window they debunked so, that immediately so, so th- even like even if she is in the opening scene she dies or not that's not a thing anymore you know scream five is like no we're doing things different now and then oh it's like God. are you doing things different so like we'll we'll see I, like i said going back to it i would be happy to be wrong but at the same time this is just this reeks of bad stuff. And the you know, turnaround like time doesn't help either, honestly. Yeah, the fact that it's a year after. and like I'm like, I, oh, my God, you guys had a shitty story in mind already? All right, let's see. Because, l- listen, this shit just came out, dude. Like, it just came out, like, the, several months ago. You're already telling me you already greenlit it and confirmed for release on March 23rd of 2023 or something like that. Yeah, and you really? already have yeah, you already have an idea for Scream 2 which or Scream 6, which is kind of like uh, It took you a long time to figure out Scream 5. 
you barely had an idea for Scream 5. <laughs> and that like, idea, honestly, that idea of Billy Loomis's daughter, that's questionable at best, honestly. Like, let's, so. let's be honest. Yeah. I, like, like I said, the, and the, you know what? And that's the problem with Scream 6 already, right? The more I think about it, the more it's making Scream 5 worse. Oh. So... Yeah. Uh, um, we'll we'll pick up this conversation <laughs> yeah, we'll again pick it when, up the, more. when the when the trailer comes out. When yeah, Sid and Gale are confirmed yeah, it's coming out next month, bro. It's coming out next month because it's yeah, the trailer already. Yeah, of course, because the, the, the movie's already made. It's in post production, bro. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's like we'll we'll pick this up again, but like it, that's depressing, isn't it? Like the yeah, more like, we talk about if, it, the more like if they I, were yeah. smart, if they were smart, um, they would definitely do something in terms of timeline. Right. Let's uh, theorize over here before we move on. In terms of timeline, if they were smart, they would definitely do something of things happening a week later, not like a year later or months later. Like, hey, we just got attacked a week ago. And then Kirby pops up as like she finally shows herself as a survivor. You know, that's something that I can maybe see working. Like if she just like after seeing what happened, you know, she's like, oh, my God, I never thought, you know, this would be happening again and blah, blah, blah. That's the only thing I can really see them doing with her. Like, it just makes no sense. So if they do it like that, I can see maybe it kind of working but then again man i don't it, that's the thing it's, it's just why bring dead why just why bring dead characters back and it, that, que- that's, and that's, it questions it's such the a entire bad, movie like the existence of the idea of a six anyway you know yeah and you know and it makes you also question all the other on-screen deaths like we already had that with scream three like we've already gotten tested with do we get super stabbed you know, and in Scream Three, but then coming back at the end, we've already we've already tested that idea. Yeah, people were like, you "Oh know, yeah, um, Stu's coming back with a TV on his head." But at the same, like, that's the thing. It's like you know, at least Dewey came back in the same movie. You know, so yeah. it's like <laughs> we we had a confirmed kill as of the end of Scream Four. So it, now you're telling me that nothing. That's a, it's a whole can of worms. Yeah, it, it really does. It really does because. Like, You've established a a thing before in the past that, hey, dead is dead, right? Because they didn't do that. The only people that actually came back were the trilogy, right? I mean, the Trinity, right? Dewey, yeah. Gale, and and Sydney. That's the that's the only thing that was consistent with, with all the movies was those three characters. But now, doing this, it's like, wait a minute. You now they're gonna be like, oh my god, if if Kirby can come back, let's bring back this person. Let's bring back that person, and it's like, oh. that's insane, like. No, let's write something new. Write something fresh. If you need ideas? Call me, please. I don't. And you know, I that's the part of being a canon. You know, you you have trouble sticking to the canon, but you also had a you had a chance for a clean break, and you didn't take it. So that's on you, right? Like, uh, we'll 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 pick this up again. When, it is problematic, folks, as you can see. Like the minute you start digging, 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 you're like, wait a minute, this doesn't sound like a good idea right now. Maybe they might want to take a year and really figure things out. You know, that's why I'm also concerned because that turnaround time, man, it 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 leaves very little error in terms of production and and yeah, scripting, especially because it wasn't announced as a new trilogy. It's not like Halloween where they announced a trilogy. Yeah. You know, like, so. Which again is like, which right now I'm like, you should have just taken it day by day. Movie by movie. Because <laughs> Halloween Kills is, um, what a disappointment. Yeah. I still don't know how that went so, so far down the spiral. Like, it's still confusing. I'm hoping they redeem themselves. Um, I'm hoping we get a trailer, by the way, of Halloween Ends. Hopefully uh, in a month or so or a teaser of something. 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see about that. But folks, for our feature presentation today, we have, um, you can say a little double feature or a little verses. It's a, you know? it's a versus technically. It's a versus yeah. double feature for you guys. Firestarter versus Firestarter. Right. You know? um, uh, what year did the first one come out? I think it was 1984. And uh, and the new one just came out uh, just last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, 1984 versus 2022. Yeah, uh, and luckily we had Peacock to thank uh, uh, yeah, for putting Peacock it right on TV. Um, I, of course, I went to the movie theater for this one, and uh, if I had known, let me put it out there right now: if I had known that Peacock was going to release it on Thursday night instead of just Friday, I would have watched it at home, folks. Well, that answers that opening question, right? Of like, what would you rate it? Yep. It's it's. You remember uh, when we were talking about, uh, I forget what movie it was, but I was like, we need one that's in between the pay for it and the wait for it. Yes. We need one that's, a wait f- we need one that's in between a wait for it and the stay away from it. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, we're going to on that one for sure because that's going to be fun. Yeah, because like, that's where this is for me. It's not exactly a stay away from it. Because, you know, it is a new movie hitting theaters. And, like, if you get to see it on Peacock, cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's one of those yes. things where it's like... Don't venture I, out there. Don't go trudging through the mud and rain to watch this thing in a big screen, folks. Because it's not worth it. I, it's definitely not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, for one, I agree with Tex. It's not a total stay away from it. It does have some value, especially if you're watching it at home. You know, it's nice and short. It does feel long, though, folks. Um, especially it, it does. Especially yeah. before you get to Act 3. I'm like, when is this over? But um, um, it's not totally bad. It, there is some redeeming qualities near the end of the flick. But I gave it a 5 out of 10 on my course yeah. scale. Um, the only yeah. thing that kind of saved it from even getting to that point, honestly, was the cool horror stuff they did with the little girl um, because they pretty much made her into like what was that movie oh what was that movie with um with the bad alien superman kid so um it, it reminds me uh, it reminded me a lot of brightburn that last section because it, it was when she was like you know what i'm just gonna burn this motherfucker down you know um, right and but, that's also what we see in the original right we'll, yeah we'll dig into that yeah but but the, but the yeah. original at least gives you a story along the way to appreciate you know, um, whether you consider it a good story or just okay, whatever, great, like it gives you something to chew on on the way right. to the last act. By the way, these movies are totally different, totally different. Yeah, As I just, mentioned in um in my review, in tone, it's different, and and look, it was very dark movie. Even in theaters, it was just dark. I'm like, what yeah. The hell, so man? even yeah, so even if you've seen the original one, and you're that's the thing, it's like if you're curious about it watch it on peacock on like a a sunday after you've had a few low risk low reward you're like oh i'm also like doing laundry or something like that that's you know because it's not a total stay away from it like you said from all the you know it does it it does have some cool no like listen i can see people actually liking this movie and enjoying it and stuff like that right Uh, but it's also it's also not like uh you know uh, we're not going to remember this by the end of the year. Definitely no, so, no. If so, anything, it, it, it'll it be um, a disappointment because of what could have been, right? Right. So uh, so speaking of that, might as well get into all the spoilers Let's do from it. here on out. From um, So yeah, if you see the original one from 1984, thankfully there's not a lot in the new one that treads the same ground. It kind of does, but like you said, it's they're kind of two totally different stories. Yes. Even though they, they have some of the same kind of 
same ideas behind the set pieces. Yeah, and agreed. That's a great way to put it. From from Stephen King's original story, they're they play out in two completely different ways. Like, yeah, um, it's like an alternate universe Firestarter kind of thing, you know. Where yeah. it's like at, they're gonna end up with the same result technically at the end of the day, almost. But they took a different paths to that result. Um, that being said, a big difference is the main um, actress, right? Um, um, our protagonist Charlie. Um, in the '84 version, you have a very young Drew Barrymore, probably six or seven. Who knows? In movie and in real life, her character was probably six or seven, or even maybe eight tops. Um, right. In the newer one, this girl is a little bit older, for sure, over 12. She turns, yeah, she's, she, she turns she's, 13 in the movie, I think, right? Or yeah, something like that. and she's seen in, like, middle school. So it's like, like right off the bat, it, that kind of, well, I saw the, so I saw the new one before I saw the old one. I've never seen the 1984 version. But right off the bat, like, the, the way they wrote her, the way they wrote Charlie in the new one, like, made her seem like a, a kid kid. And I was like, wait a minute, like... She would at least be a like a teen, right? Like I don't I don't know. It's her dialogue felt like weirdly stiff and like stunted and underdeveloped, you know? And that was that was all the characters, honestly. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, it's it's weird because you don't get the full story. Their full actual story or Charlie's story as a kid growing up. Uh, for instance, in in the older one, this works better for the story that she's younger, right? That she's still a, um, a, a major part dependent on her parents, right? Um, right, so yes. So it works better because like you can keep a little kid like that still at home, homeschooled and stuff like that, and no one is going to question it. So her being with her dad and on the run kind of works. Um, th- this one is a little different and threw me off because – it did that whole bullying thing, which is super annoying. The kids in her class looked even older than her at one point. And I was very confused as to like, you know, how have you gotten this far? You know what yeah, I mean? The school setting, right? Cause, yes. Cause so, so uh, in both stories, uh, it, it, the parents are involved in some sort of experiment that gives them powers in, in the new one, it's it's played over the credits through like interviews with Zac Efron's character and the mother character. And it's like it's it's done in that way. It's like it's done as all background information, which, by the way, just uh, sorry to cut you off. I hated the effects of the camera they did there. Like, are you trying to I, 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 like it? You could have easily done like old found footage of like, you know, like a, a test experiment. But they decided to do some like crazy alternative looking like like and especially because like the movie the movie's clearly 2020 something right so it's like yeah like so uh beyond that um yeah so the the idea is these two parents are experimented on and they eventually you know fall in love have a kid and in the, the new one they're like, oh, we've moved like three, four times already because of like because of when she lets her powers go. And it does raise the question of like, how did you like like you said, how did you get this far? You know, in the, <laughs> right? in the older one, it's kind of like immediate. They, they are immediately chased. Yes. And, you know, through flashbacks, you figure out, oh, like we really didn't get that far. Yes. You know, correct. When, she, when she turned seven, she started like. Yeah, they are. They are like in in 84. They are on the run. Like they, they have no moment of peace 
at all. Like, right. As we get to the first act there, as you mentioned, we get the bulk of the story through proper flashbacks, like clear, like we get everything we need to those flashbacks. Like they're very well done um, in terms of just giving you what is going on, what happened and all this. So it, it's, it gets you right into the action, but the story is made for you to kind of just understand. It's very simple to follow. Um, this is why, like, in the new one, I decided to watch the older one again um, to kind of just remember what was going on with the story. And the new one's very different. Like, they have a house. They're living there. Like, she's a, she's already in middle school. Like, you made it to 14. I mean, to, to 13. And, like, you know, I it just – it's weird because – as you get deeper into that newer story, you're like, as you mentioned, Tex, how did you get so far? You know what I mean? Like, like Zac Efron over here, his character, Charlie's dad, he's like, he has this a telekinetic push ability that freaking makes his eyes go red. And he's been like hemorrhaging in the brain. Like, it, like in, the, in the actual story, it's the same thing. Like using that telekinetic power hurts his brain, you know? So he, he's been doing this on the run for what, 13 years? Are you kidding me? Like, dude, you yeah. must be brain dead by that point. Yeah, um, that's that's the thing. It's it's the gap in time, and then and then weird. he's that opening up like throws it off. like uh, it, what he's like a like a life coach and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's it's the it's the immediacy of it all that kind of you you lose that in the new one. And like I said, I saw the new one before I saw the old one, and you can you can immediately like the the new one just. It drags, dude. That's the thing. Like, that's why it's like it's it's so close to a stay away because it it, it is boring for at least an hour of it. You know what I mean? It's so and, and then like you get goofy shit like a cat getting blown up, you know, by the fire. And, and then like, it then it like it doesn't look that great either, right? Yeah, the CG cat. Yeah, and, like, and it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the beginning of the movie right away, um, Zach Efron's character, he's having this nightmare, right? Where Charlie's a baby, right? <laughs> oh, and then yeah. like, just like her baby head just like burst into fire. And I was like, whoa, I legit fucking just popped in the theater. I'm like, if this is where we're going, okay, let's do yeah, this, right? And then it was like, the, ooh, crash. Right? And that's the thing. Like the new one has so many fun, kooky ideas like that. Like I said, the cat getting blown up is a super like, Honestly, that's a fun idea. Yeah. I was like, I, I was laughing. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah, because <laughs> because, because yeah, of the way it happened. Creep- <laughs> oh, yeah, the way they animated it, too. It was like they showed the cat from, like, the side and then, like, Making these weird sounds, it. too, bro. These yeah, haunting like, cat-dying sounds. That's the thing. They couldn't, like... They couldn't make a, a burned corpse for a cat, like practical, you know. And that that was my thing. I'm like, I get it. No animals are harmed, but like, if you're going that far, like, do it, right? Because, because, like, that's the other thing. The redeeming parts of this movie are like the the burn gore effects. Yeah. You know? <laughs> when you get people burned, you get like the the oozy, the the gushy sounds of like the of like the fucking burned and peeled off skin yeah you know, that's that's super cool but then it's like then you give me the cg bird cat you know and then they 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 linger on it for a long time because they yeah. have a whole conversation about it of like yeah because he's like oh you see you know when you use it by mistake you know this is what happens now you're gonna have to kill it <laughs> you know and yeah. then um you get that and it's funny at one point i didn't know if she was like crying or smiling at one point, but, um, <laughs> but, um, as we like that being said, that whole thing with her and the burning of people and stuff and like her powers. And 
I don't know, man. Um, it definitely felt more of a of a like superhero origin kind of thing than it did like yeah. hey, you grew up with these scary powers, you know, you can kill a lot of people with this. Don't fuck with it, all right? <laughs> Please don't right. mess with it. Um I yeah, feel then like yeah. it, then she burns her mom's arms. Oh they yeah. Kill the mom off screen. I yeah. Think. Uh, that they, was they do that. Yeah, they do that in the old one too, right? But yeah, the like, mom is legit killed off screen. Here, at least, uh, you see her fighting back and knowing w- how she dies. And the uh, the other one, uh, um, Heather Locklear's character, she plays the mom. They find her um, like stashed in like the laundry closet, <laughs> and yeah. she pops out like, "Oh, she's dead." This one, but again, g- going back, if we're gonna like call it the same movie, right? It's it's different, dude. It's different, even like. The way that whole thing happened, the way they got Rainbird down into the action. Um, Rainbird, by the way, like totally different. Um, yeah, between movies. Oh yeah. yeah, I forget who that actor is in part uh, in the original one, but I've seen him in the tons of other shit that. Uh... I don't know, man. Like so, <laughs> so my thing, right? I might as well get into that. My thing with the 1984's Rainbird. Okay, first of all, you know, I'm glad that it's an indigenous dude in the new one. Cool, right? Because the character named Rainbird, the 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 old 80s movie had to get a white guy. I get it, it dude. The 80s, and whatever. Yeah, that's like, wild, man. And it's so funny because you know. Yeah, you know, well, his performance notwithstanding, um, he's just goofy looking. You know, he's giving me Steven Seagal vibes the whole time. Oh, of, like trying to yeah. play a, a fucking Native American dude. You know, so but it, it but, like, but let you know what's funny about that. Like that. That being said, I didn't know the guys. Like the guy was supposed to be Native American. Like I had no clue. Like when I was right. watching the original one, I heard the name. I didn't even start putting it together. Rain Bird. Like, oh, this is a Native American name. Like I just thought, oh, Rainburn. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's some white oh, guy like named Rainburn. Ray yeah, Ray some white guy named Rayburn. Right? He was in Vietnam. That's why he's all crazy and shit. Right, um, right. So I didn't ever get that, and they never really explicitly said anything like that in in the original one. I guess like you would have to have known the story, I guess, right, to know it that the character was you know a Native American, and and, and this. And the newer one, they explicitly just outright say it and all that stuff, which the two characters, again, in the OG, uh, Rainbird is like the villain. Like, let's not get it twisted. He is the bad guy of um, right. of the movie. Um, you have Martin Sheen who plays um, the captain there, and he's trying to – he's not as dickish as this lady is. She's – She's a dragon, that lady, man. Um, yeah, the the new lady, so the new government lady, that was another thing, too. Oh, like, I didn't like her. I didn't like her at all. Like, in terms of just character or performance, either. I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah. Good. I was just like, yeah. But in terms of that, I, like, that's one of those things where I kind of forgave it, you know? Like, <laughs> like, I'm like... Well, this is a, you know, this is a thing. Yeah, like, this is just a, a you know, because once the new one gets going, it gets going, you know, and it, it kind of like the, the main problem with the original one is that it stalls for like 40 minutes, you know, when you through the whole, oh like, my they're God, captured, dude. they're captured, they're taken to a lab, they get experimented on. Her own little montage new- of learning how to use her powers. Yeah, and in the new one, when they're captured, that's kind of it. Like, this is already the end of the movie when they're captured. So it's like, you know, but that's also why the new one's so boring for such a long stretch of time. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I mean. Like, there's a trade-off, but I don't know if the trade-off is successful. But part of that trade-off it's is not. that you get, you get that government lady who's just, like, evil right from the get-go, which is something... 
like I said, I appreciate just the simplicity of like, let's go already. Yeah. Let's, oh, let's lady yeah. bad. Okay. Get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I appreciate it. I didn't say she was good at it, but I said, I appreciate it. Yeah. Know? So I'm like, okay. Cause there are so many other little things in the new one that just don't work at all. You know, it's just like Zach Efron himself. Oh, dude, dude, I expected better it, from him to be honest with you. Yeah, because he's good. He can be good. He's a We've good seen actor. Him. Yeah. But then like, again, it, like, maybe it was the source material. Like, what did they give him to chew on? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and it sucks. Well, compare that to the OG, where the dude, I don't even remember his name, but like. Uh, no, you, you know who his name is? That's Porkman, or Parkman from fucking Major League Two, man. You remember Major League Two? Oh, shit. Oh, the fucking no batter kidding. from the White Sox that wow. Wild Thing couldn't get out. That he, he had nightmares because this guy was always hitting the ball. Wow. <laughs> that's, okay. the, that's the only way I know this guy. Oh, my God, it's Parkman. <laughs> well, you know what? Parkman did a good job in, yeah, in his role. He as really like, did, though, right? I yeah, was super I was, surprised. I was, really digging I, I was like, yeah. oh, it's this guy. I, I didn't expect much, but then I was like, holy shit. This guy was actually pretty solid. And, like, that's the thing. Like, he kept me in the movie. You know what I mean? He yes, kept me in agreed. it. Like, like, even Rainbird in the first one, because of the nefarious nature of his character, right? He kept me right. in the movie because it's like th th there was this layer that he wanted to take Charlie for himself and kidnap her. And they just, uh, yeah, it was, it was real creeper. Yeah, groomer it was, type it was shit, really right? horror, it like, was, you know, pedophile kind of shit at some point. Yeah, I was like, was, what's going it was on really, here? Um, it was really like this, like that's the Stephen King of it all. Yes, you're like, exactly. Oh, this is, so this I is, kind yeah, of I, dug it because there was this underneath like nasty horror, like there, like, yeah, just, waiting yeah. for charlie and then you have like i said charlie sheen not charlie i'm sorry martin sheen um, <laughs> <laughs> um you know and his lab rats doing the lab thing but he was more excited to just kind of you know prove that this a little girl can do amazing things right he wasn't as evil as evil leaning as he should have been um based on the story um because right in the story like in the original movie rainbird kills off the captain but in the original story the actual book in the novel um charlie burns them both alive together um nice yeah okay. so so yeah there's there's differences and like i said the i think the the final act of the new one for sure is better in my opinion than the original one. The original one gets a little boring once, you know, Charlie escapes and Rainbird's like, Oh, I got to follow this girl to this barn. And you know, that whole little, like that escape thing that happens at the end. And then her dad gets shot in the neck, which is wild. I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like, I kind of like the climax of the OG one a bit more. Cause like, just not only is the body count higher, but like you get all these practical fire effects. No, listen, like th the practical effects of the fire one are second to none. I can't even compare that because it was just so well done. That's like, come on. Why couldn't you do that in the, in this one with the budget you have, but you're right though. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Yeah. And like, and in the new one, there was the whole, like, well in the old one, it, it earned the whole, like, um, go kill them more yes you know and and you know because there is more of a connection between the daughter and father the father himself says go kill them don't let a single one of them live you know what i mean so it's like it, that goes with the harder edge of the original one where i'm like i really enjoyed the fact that like 
she was like, no, I'm going to end them all, you know, and I'm going to, you know, the finale, you know, whatever. But like, I, I like that a little girl was like going full carry on it and was like, I'm bringing it all down, burning it all down. And in yeah. the new one, the new one, yeah, like they, they tried, like they made her redeem, like not, not redeemable is the wrong word because that little, that poor little girl is redeemable in both of them because she's just a child, you mm-hmm. know, but like. In the new one, they're like, she sees Rainbird and like Rainbird doesn't die in the new one, which is kind of kind of weird. Oh, yeah. He should have gotten got. I was like, I was like, here we go. You're going to burn from the inside. And then I'm like, oh, wait, you just see yourself and now you just stop. But um, um, but I like the I like the new one only because it was just more brutal, honestly, like especially. Was it though? Well, was it? In, like, in, that's, that's the thing, in right? The original, was it though, like brutal? It's just I'm trying to think because in the original, like you do get a high body count, but it's not visually as right impactful the as how brutality. she's going through it, and she's legit like just killing dudes like left and right, you know. Um, Drew Barrymore's character is killing; it's ma- she's mass killing without people actually like being seen on camera. So it's like, oh, let me burn this, blow this building, burn a bunch of these cars, and you're assuming well, everyone's know. getting burned there, out. There are a lot of dudes who catch on fire in that movie. So yeah, that, I know. That's like, what I'm saying, and like, so do in this one. Like, I. That's why I'm like, it just, the modernness of how the third act came out and how different it was got me because when I watched the original one, the third act at that point, it it seemed to start kind of falling apart a little bit because well, yeah. of how everything yeah. just w- was kind of just ending up how the dad is now he escapes somehow and there's a plan for them to meet in the barn and i'm like ah you know what what happened to security here you know because well, um, he was using his push ability and he, he commanded martin sheen but you see like martin that's sheen the guy. thing too like in this new one they at least had something to fight against that which is smart i'm like if you're gonna capture this this person who has telekinesis at least have something to fight against him and they did which was pretty cool the little contacts or stuff because his push was through the eye uh, through vision or whatever um yeah and then <laughs> then you had the stupid scene of like not today mister or what did he say he's like uh think about think again buddy or i forget what he says when he's like you're gonna give me your gun. He's like, no way, not today. <laughs> oh, like oh yeah, it's like not today, freak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, not today, you freak. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So um, like, but yeah. So but I did like the fact that um, they did have something because it, it made sense. Going along that, I think it's because the OG stops for thirty minutes, right? It, it stops its story. Once they get captured, they're in the lab for like. 30, 40 minutes, yeah, and then, um, and then we get the final act. And so a lot I of think, nothing, too. A lot of nothing goes yeah, on, um, yeah. because all you have there is Rainbird trying to, you know, connect with this little girl to try He's to, to, to trick her. that girl. Yeah, trying yeah. to fucking trick her and shit into giving information and, you know, and all that stuff. So, it definitely slows down. That's kind of why I prefer the the, um, the third act. Um, but again, like, as we said, you have to get through um, at least an hour and change of just stuff to get to that third act that kind of like is decent in an, in and of itself. But like I said, it's so both movies are so different that a versus is not even it's not justifiable because it's it, like, well, it, it goes away from the sort like 
this one goes away from the source material so much that right. like like it's its own movie. It, you just have the concept of Firestarter there. Uh, not even Firestarter. You have the concept of Lot 6, right? But even in the newer one, she also has telekinesis. She just didn't have that in the in the older one or in the actual like book. She just has pyrokinesis, which is the fire starting ability. And this new one, yeah. she was like, yeah, they oh. Gave her, they gave her both the parents' powers yeah, I think, which on is, top of that. Yeah. Which kind of is like, okay, cool. But like, you know, she's not a mutant, you know, but it's, it's not an X-Men story, you know, but they really went mutant with it. That's what I think kind of set it apart from like the older one in the last act that it's like, you know, let's just, it was action. It was action. Um, in comparison to what we saw in the last act of the, of the, of the original one, where it was like this kind of chase thing going on at the end where it got kind of bogged down in my opinion. I get why you like it. Um, yeah. Cause dude, I don't, like that's what I'm saying. It's just it's a much higher body count. Like that's what it is. It's this can't this is a versus though. It's it's just a versus we can't agree on which one ends up better. Because no, the, no, the older like, one's better. Like hands down, overall. Well, yeah, of I course. Just, like, like in terms of overall better movie, yeah. but like in terms of which elements are better than which elements, right? Like, yeah. It's, you know, you can compare the two protagonists themselves, but it's also unfair because one's Drew Barrymore. And so that's the thing, right? It's like you can't you, even a young Drew Barrymore. You can't compare her to some some young actress who's just getting started, right? But that's the other thing too. Is that unfair? Yeah, I don't know. But um, then there's the final act we can compare, which we which we do not agree on, admittedly, because I like you know. And then of course there's the second comparison, which is which long stretch of the movie is worse. <laughs> so. In, in the new one, it's like the entire first hour of the movie is the long stretch. And in the second one, or in the OG one, it's like the entire, basically the last two thirds of it are the long stretch. So it's like, uh, I, I, you know, the OG one is the better movie, but in terms of like which ones are better than which elements are better than others, it's, it is hard to compare there. Yeah, I, I like to uh, agree with you there. I liked her going down the corridors and stuff and just killing people. That shit was dope. Um, yeah, and I liked I liked her burning random houses full of people that were in the area. Like I that's I, what I'm saying. Like it's it's different. I preferred and, I wish the the new one would have done more. You remember in the old one where they tried to get caught on on the farm and Drew Barrymore's just yeah, killing dudes. They, there's a whole other scene of like her yeah. killing a whole like bunch of dudes. They don't do right that. Um, but again, that's not part of the last act. So I don't <laughs> but um uh, they don't do that in this one and it would have been dope if they did that, but I still just really prefer the visuals. It was very like superhero video game shit. Let me go down this corridor, kill, 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 right. kill. Let's right. trap her open. Like and then that um the scene where she meets her dad and that and that and that lady, uh, the captain lady, and she burns them both. I thought that was pretty dope. I know you like that scene too. Yeah, that, no, yeah, it's, that she like, it's a good it's a good ending for their dad. You know, yeah, and, yeah. Question: Which ending for the dad do you prefer? I like the OG one though. Yeah, him getting shot like, in the neck uh, in the barn. <laughs> yeah, that he's like, well, mostly because he's like, don't let a single one of them live. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I, like I said, I like that. I like the dark. I like the harder edge of. The older one, you know, because she gets shot in the neck. Like I'm like ah, like I freaked out because I thought they killed her off. But then I'm like, wait uh, a no. minute, I've seen I've seen the newer one. I'm like, but then again, you know, there there were two different, completely different movies at that point, you know, and like and in the older one, like um, you you get to know the dad so much more, 
You know, like he it's basically his movie for a good chunk of it, too. You know, he gets a, like you get the whole thing with them in the lab. You get the whole hallucinogenic scene. You get that that look at the guy with the fucking like the, the popping eyes and yeah. stuff like that. So it's like and then you get the anguish of him finding his his dead wife. And then you get the Zac Efron going up. He's gone. Let's get out of here before they catch us. Yeah. Yeah, and like, so in terms of the endings, you know, I do like the idea of the dad getting burned along with the villain lady, but I like in the old one, because it's the end of their connection. They've connected so much over the course of that movie. Now he's like, you know, you get... You, you get him telling her about like, oh, try not to unleash your powers and stuff like that. But then at the end, he's like, don't like he's like, burn them all down. And I like that. I, I, I like that as an end to that character, you know, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's because the dad is so whack in the new one. It's, no, that's it's trash. Like, uh, that's trash yes. in the new one. Like it's so like, like his his end. His death is cool. But also it's like uh, it's not really the end point for like a, a journey that you get in the first one. I don't know. What, what did you think? You like you like the, the <laughs> you 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 don't like the barn, and I get that, right? You don't like the whole barn confrontation. That that kind of colors the rest of it, right? It feels just wonky, you know, right? Because you have right. Rainbird on top trying to hide and shit, you know, like like right. It's Rainbird that kind of makes it weird. You know, because he's all like at that point, he befriended Charlie. Right. And then he goes to the barn and it's just the switch of just like, oh, he's my friend. And then like, no, Charlie, he's he's the one who's trying to kill us. And then everything just kind of like falls apart there, in my opinion. Like because you have Rainbird just hiding behind some haystacks. And then you have the captain who's been pushed to bring him to the barn. And then and then you have uh, uh, um, uh, the dad there. It's just. I don't know. It just feels a little bit wonky at that point. After, like you mentioned, after Charlie just fucking destroys everything, right? You have this scene where it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, um, I guess, how anticlimactic that interaction was. Um, right. I, I feel like Rainbow was such a piece of shit. Like, he should have, it should have been a bigger interaction there. Yeah, but he gets set on fire compared to compared to the new one where Rainbird doesn't die and in fact becomes her final ally. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not you, I'm not I'm not vouching for that one either. No, no, of course not. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like that's all part of the final act. It's like you unfortunately it's it goes back to the screen conversation, right? It's like how much are you willing to forgive? And by that point in the OG one, I was willing to forgive all like the more clunkiness of it because like I said, I've already been looking at Rainbow goofy this, this whole time because it's just the, the way the dude looks, you know, and mm. like his acting, his acting aside, it's all sort of that package to me. And digging to that core of it, like I'm like, okay, I, I like the inner, I like the brutality of the little girl just losing it, setting Rainbird on fire. He gets, he gets the full ending, like. You know, compared to the Rainbird in the new one, where it's like he he becomes her friend at the end, and like I'm like out of all the people, I'm I don't know that 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 I understand why you think that's weird. I didn't really mind that it was weird because he's a, he's a different Rainbird in the new one. Yes, which is, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, we. We saw it the opposite way. So I saw the old one first, then you saw then I saw the new one. You saw the new one first, then you saw the old one. Um right. I'm not sure if that's skewing my opinion a little bit. I don't know. I don't know either. That's the tough part. Yeah. It's um 
But that's the thing. It's like it, it, they just feel so fucking different at the end of they the do. day. That's, that's why it's saying, so hard like, for me to be like, huh? Because like I understand the new Rainbird in the context of that story. Right, right. You know I mean? The other Rainbird, he was dope, but also he also came in out of the blue, out of nowhere. Because like at first it was like, okay, Martin Sheen at his lab, they're trying to get this little girl. Then you see Rainbird show up. They're like. Why do you want the girl so bad? And then, and, yeah. and, and even Martin Sheen is like, oh, like, like, why do you want the like? It, it, it ends after this, and he's like, oh no, you have to make sure that after this is over, uh, I can get the girl. And then he's like, uh, sure, you're yeah, fucking he's like, weirdo. Why do you want her corpse? Why do you want her corpse, so, you weirdo? Yeah. But, so yeah. the introduction of Rainbird, I think, kind of, I think this is why I'm a little skewed because in the new one he is being contracted pretty much to find them, you know. So you right. have you know what he is there, you know. In the older one, he didn't have powers, right? He didn't have. Yeah, he's just some dude. He's just some, some dude who dude. went to fucking Vietnam, right? Yeah, um, and that's that's it, you know. So and that's the thing. It's it's like we can. That's why it makes it a hard versus. Going back to that conversation, right? Where it's like we know the OG is probably the better movie. Overall. No. It is, no, no, no. Hands down, I'm not gonna right. argue that it is overall the better movie. Um, in right, terms it, in of terms, like, in terms one, of the dis- two and three together, the the, the yeah. older one has it put together better. Um, right. Regardless of quirks of um, of, of Rainbird and what I thought about the final act kind of falling apart, in my opinion, a little bit, um, it all comes together for a good movie. This newer one doesn't. Like, I yeah. don't want to watch the first hour and change. If, if I watch it again, I would just want to watch when she kind of gets her powers lab. and puts her yeah. little hood on and starts burning people up. So, like, yeah. it's not good in terms of overall. Like, no, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, it's, but it's the, it's the elements that we can't agree on. Yes. That's what it is. We can't yes. we can't agree on which elements were better and which I one. will yeah. give it a little bit of credit for trying to do something totally different than what the actual story is. Agreed. I can agree there. But yeah. when you do that, better make sure you fucking execute, man. Because then yeah. you have these conversations going on. You know what I mean? Where yeah. like again, I have to respect it because they just didn't outright do of uh like uh a straight up remake of the movie or, or a straight up remake of the story, which is, Hey, I respect that second, right. but maybe you should have, right. Agreed. Maybe yeah. you should have you again. It's yeah. That's what it is. It's that aspect of Rainbird that kind of throws off my judgment of both these movies because there's such two different characters and we see one totally driving the conflict in the first one. And in this one, like he's just the supporting character who is morally confused, right? Also, I think that's yeah, what also kind of even, threw me off. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you want to capture them, yet you're like, oh, that's my sister. And my, but like, but you fucking just killed her mom, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, like That's yeah. why it was so confusing. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you're contracted to find them. But then he had that moral lapse. And I'm like, okay, you just lost me here. Um, right. Let's see what happens with you down the line. And this is when I kind of thought she was going to fucking burn the shit out of him, bro. Like he, out of all the people, he deserved it the most. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, and yo, he that's killed your mom with his bare hands. And you're like, okay, I'm good off that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's that's, yeah, that's the thing. Um, but uh, folks, know, that being yeah. said, um, the 1984 version of Firestarter is clearly the obvious choice when it comes to this uh, this story. Um, it's well put together. The characters are better. The farm scene is better, way better. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. The people at the farm are yeah. better. Oh my God. That Irv story with his wife. Oh. Yeah. I was like, I don't even want to get into that. That's, Dude, that's I'm glad we the, did yeah. it. I, I'm glad we just mentioned it now, but that was absolute garbage, which also yeah. just like deflated me completely because that was the moment where you should have gotten to like these characters more. And, and the moment where these characters get to the point where you're sympathetic with them on the run. And like in the first right. one, we saw Drew Barrymore fuck shit up. You know, she like everyone was dead. And I was like, oh my God, you just killed everybody here. Right. Um, but folks, go watch the original Firestarter. It's on Peacock. If you want to watch the other one too, it's also on Peacock. Um, but be mm-hmm. warned. All right, folks, it's not that great. Go check out our archive. We have 109 of these episodes for you guys to listen to. Uh, please ch- check us out. All the social feeds on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. We have a TikTok down the line starting soon for you guys. Go check out CorpseFeed.com. Everything under the CorpseFeed umbrella is there for you guys to absorb. Go check that out. Big shout out to Glenn Morawski for the music. Big shout out to Del Virus for the artwork. Thank you to Mr. Nick Valdez for his awesome work. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And remember, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. <laughs>